spoke for at will. This is Hazel welcoming you to our podcast for pagans by pagans. And here's my co-host Jenny. Thank you very much, Hazel. And this week we're talking about the Book of Shadows and other journaling. We have had some great feedback from people so far. And one of the topics we've been asked to explore are magical tools. When we think of tools, I think a lot of people conjure up ideas of cauldrons and wands and athames. But I generally think that the single most important tool we can use is a magical journal. These go by various names, most commonly uh, a book of shadows, but I've also heard of a, a book of illuminations. So Hazel, do you use one? What do you call it? And where do you keep it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, questions, questions. I actually have two because I'm usually losing one. I can never seem to have two at the same time. I usually know where one is and I've lost the other one. I don't know if that says anything. The one I've had longest is like a very nice artist book. And it starts off at the very beginning about, I think I, I wrote a statement essentially about what I saw in myself that I thought was pagan and what goals that I helped to achieve and what was I looking forward to. And for some reason, and I'll have to look back at this, uh, Therese Maury had suggested a gift to yourself in one of her books and mine was a sun lounger. So I could sit outside <laughs> and enjoy the pleasant weather reading my pagan books. I also used it to write in spells that I did. One in particular was for healing. And so I went into detail about what I actually did to cast the circle and then the spell itself. There's notes about celebrations of festivals. Um, I think also notes about what I experienced during meditations that I did. As I said, I've got two, but I can only usually ever find one at any given time, which probably means I am a terrible witch. But um, what I like to do is write my notes out roughly and then to transfer them into my book of shadows, to write them up. I like to write them in ink. It's like a ritual in itself, I suppose. I like to do it nicely. I haven't yet gone over to electronic version I know a lot of people do have electronic book of shadows but I prefer the writing up into a nice book I suppose it, that makes it feel more special I, I would also say that it, my personal book of shadows is probably different from what you would get in a coven for example there tends to be one book of shadows that initiates for example would copy out it has like the bare bones of festivals etc um, but they would also be encouraged to keep their own book of shadows, which would be spells, rituals, notes, research even. So no book of shadows is ever, you don't get two book of shadows the same. So what about you, Jen? Do you keep one as well? Um, I kept a book of shadows when I was starting out in my practice. Mm -hmm. And in that, I kept a record of what I did for each Sabbath. Um, a list of correspondences for herbs and crystals, notes on any tarot or oracle readings that I did for that month, and like yourself, notes on spells and crafting, what I did 
and the results that I got from it. So in that sense, it was a really, really valuable reflective learning tool. And I love keeping paper journals. Uh, there's been actually a lot of research that suggests the act of writing things down as opposed to typing things up stimulates different areas of your brain. But I do know a lot of people making use of technology for collating and organising their magical research. And this is great as digital works are really easy to edit and add to. And they can be great for people who are perfectionists and would really worry about messing up a, a pristine notebook or journal. And there's so many things like apps that you can download for your phones and tablets that means your book of shadows is discreet and easily transportable. And you can literally take it anywhere. So not so much the, the witchy side, but um, I'm a, a writer. I do write a lot of poetry and I'm always tapping up little things on my phone in, in downtime. And then the other thing I was going to mention, uh, I don't know if you do this, Hazel, but Pinterest. Pinterest is such an amazing tool. I keep pages on different crafts that I want to try um, for the Kent Goddess group or recipes or little interesting oddments of um, information that I find. And again, that can be easily shared with other people. They can follow your pins mm. and you can follow theirs. So if you're not used Pinterest, I recommend having a look and, you know, just searching on it for witchcraft or a particular Sabbath and you'll get loads of really interesting hits oh i have got pinterest but i don't really understand how to use it <laughs> i need someone to show me <laughs> so jen as i think you might have already mentioned you are a very keen journal keeper and not uncommon a lot of people do like to keep journals and diaries is there anything about yours that is particularly witchy for want of a better phrase um <laughs> it's true um it's often been said that i have a, a, a problem with journaling and it's <laughs> that i don't have quite enough journals i've never met stationery that i haven't liked and wanted to be mine but yeah i keep a lot of different types of journals um one of the things i do is morning pages and that perhaps is a more mundane practice every morning i free write three pages of longhand kind of stream of consciousness writing it's a technique used by um julia cameron in the artist's way and you can write anything in those three pages. It could be your worries, it could be your plans for the day, it could be your angry rants. It's just really great because it gets you into the, the habit and the discipline of writing every day. So that's something I do in the mornings. I also like to incorporate working with the moon. So I do something I call moon journaling. So at the new moon, I set intentions. So any of you that are into kind of the law of attraction and goal setting will know what I mean there. So the new moon, I think about the things that I want to manifest in the current month going ahead. And then at the full moon, I do a reviewing and releasing ceremony. So what that entails is I'll celebrate all the things that I've achieved. The things that I'd set as intentions that maybe I hadn't achieved, I will think, did I really want to do that? 
and either roll that forward or release it. And then if anything really crappy has happened that month, I might journal on that and then rip it out and burn it in a fireproof container. And I just find that really works for getting rid of the thing that no longer serves my greatest good. And then the third kind of practice that I have, which I suppose in a lot of ways keeps a foot in both camps. I find it quite witchy, but I also find it a valuable self-care tool is journaling for self-care. So it's great for your mental health, understanding where you're coming from. I've got a very dear friend called Sue Allsworth, who wrote a series of books called The Journal Journey. And some things that can be really terrifying when you're starting out a journaling practice is a blank page. So these tools have a number of prompts. She also does some um, journaling cards. Uh, she does one for the uh, chakras and one for like dear asking the universe. And if you're a little bit hesitant about getting into a journaling practice, these can be really, really good ways. She also did one book that was called Journal Journey to the mind and that was a great book because we had loads of people contribute images which can be a really good set point for going on i've got some images in that book so have you i believe hazel i do yes so um hazel do you have a journaling practice short answer is probably no i'm not as disciplined <laughs> as jenny i start out with good intentions to journal regularly and I, I usually fail but I do every now and then I find I think the sort of planner journals good so Leonie Dawson used to I don't know she still does do her journals it's goddess I can't remember what it's called now but she does a planner and also there's the passion planner and it's really about helping you get focus on something you think about what you want to do and it it might seem that it's just like a dream but by writing it down that changes it it makes it a goal and you can actually start thinking about how you're going to do it you know when you're going to do it and it makes i suppose a bit more realistic and achievable i think it helps to think about what you want to do and you know it could be in terms of leisure it could be in terms of work or your career it gets you thinking about what you are passionate about and i'm starting to i think try it again get back into journaling again more for i suppose health and fitness to help me record where i am and plan planning my activities rather than just you know drifting along <laughs> and bringing my book of shadows up to date as well i can i have actually got one that i've found at the moment so i can write in that one anyway i also mentioned earlier about writing down meditations and since i've started doing i hesitate to use the word shamanic because i'm not sure it actually belongs to us but it's the best way i can describe of shamanic journeying where you journey to the underworld and also the middle world or the upper world and i like to write down what i saw what i experienced what was said to me um, and see if how i can relate it 
to everyday life. I usually go down there with a question and see if I get an answer. Can I actually make sense of that answer? So I'm pretty good about writing those down. I suppose it's really bringing it all together. Mm. I've got lots of bits written all over the house and I think it needs gathering up. <laughs> I think perhaps that's somewhere where the, the digital journals can come quite useful because now with cloud-based storage, as I said earlier, I've got all these journals and they're all about the place of all different bits of information. So, yeah, I, I don't know whether I can start, you know, taking photographs of things I write and then uploading that. It's, it's something to think about. Oh, Hazel, on Spoke 2, you were talking about um, books that you're currently reading. And one of the things you said that you were reading currently was The Witch's Self-Care Journal. Mm -hmm. Have you got any further with that? Have you been able to take any of that into your practice? I'm actually still reading it, but it is very interesting. Um, it's The Witch's Book of Self-Care, and she talks about journaling as a self-care tool, which is relates very much to what you were saying earlier um i think in terms of making it a sort of witchy type self-care there seems to be it's helpful to have like a little ritual for your journaling so to make it i suppose set aside it as a, a special time for yourself so you might want to light incense or a candle and play some music some ambient music to help you write or get you into the mood and it's a good idea to take a few moments to ground yourself one of the ideas i that's come out of this book that i thought was quite interesting is the idea of a seasonal gratitude what are you thankful for in spring what are you thankful for about summer etc and that i thought could really help you with the shifting seasons and because everybody's got a favorite season everyone's got the least uh less favorite season shall we say and it can help you attune to the energies of that season it might give you an insight of how you can work with them in a way that suits you she also talks about um daily gratitude so three successes three items that brought you joy that day and three things you are thankful for i think in the end it's whatever works for you and if you want to paint and draw in your journal then do it if you want to talk about how a ritual felt made you feel as well as what you did recipes are always a good thing and plants it's research notes of what you're discovering about yourself and affirmations you might find it helpful to write some affirmations for particular topics and you can go back to them and read them when you need. It's what works for you rather than sort of beating yourself up. It's a tool to help you. And so it doesn't have to be the same as how someone else does it. So Jenny, I mean, you're the expert because I know you, you run workshops and you run workshops and courses in journaling. What are your uh, tips for it right I always like to give three tips for creating a regular journaling practice so tip number one is choose your tool so are you going to keep a blog or a vlog are you going to use a journaling app 
or just a good old fashioned pen and notebook. My second tip is choose your journaling topic. And that might be as easy as checking in and exploring how you're feeling in the moment. You may wish to search online for a prompt and keep a list of your favourites. Um, one of the things I'm journaling about is reactions to um, quotes about journaling. And that's taken me some interesting places. The one that I read today was um, about how a journal you can whisper and hear. And I thought that was really, really beautiful. And then my third tip, and I think this might relate a little bit to what you were saying, is to choose your journaling time. So some people like to write first thing in the morning and others last thing at night. So try experimenting with times of day for journaling and see what works best for you. So as I said earlier, I do my morning pages first thing when I wake up and I do daily gratitudes as well. And I do those last thing at night before I go to bed and those work quite well. And I think possibly why I have some success in my journaling practice is that I actually make it a group activity. So as you said, I do run some groups. So we meet near the new moon and at the full moon and journaling is a fantastic solo thing to do but I think there's a real alchemy in doing it sharing it and being witnessed with other people so if anybody is struggling with that setting yourself up as a little writing group can be a really good way of doing that so if you would like to hear a little bit more about the moon journaling that I do, there's a couple of things I could invite you to do. Um, you can check out Folkestone Moon Journaling and Vision Boards on Facebook. We are able to run Zoom groups and get people involved in that. And I will also be giving a talk on moon journaling at the MBS Empowerment Summit, and that's going to be on the 22nd and 23rd of August. I'm being talking on the 23rd, but I'll put a link to all of that in the show notes for you. Excellent. You sound busy as ever. That was spoke four of the wheel. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. Please join me and Jenny next time. So that's goodbye from me. Yeah, thanks very much, Hazel. Always really, really enjoy looking forward to getting together to record the next spokes. So again, please do follow us on the Facebook page. Um, let me know your journaling tips and how you keep a book of shadows or do you call it something else? So thanks very much. We'll see you in a week. Take care. Bye bye.